everybody. And here I am, and there you are. And hopefully you're tuning in and or you're you're putting you got your feet up from all the last minute Christmas shopping because this is the big weekend. And when I went to when I came in by Rosedale, um, if you're going east on 36. And if you're going to get off in Cleveland to go to Rosedale, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a little backed up <laughs> to, to get off at 36. Not as bad as I've seen it some years. It's just crazy. But and I looked in the parking lot. Well, you know, I can see as I'm going by it, you know, 655. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Maybe that's a speed limit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and it didn't seem that crowded, crowded. So I don't know. Believe it or not, I have not been, uh, other than Wally World, I have not been in one store for Christmas. Really? Yeah. I just, the malls, I've never was a mall person. And they just, you know, I'm in awe on how they decorate it and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. But I, I'm just not a shopper. I I just, if I know somebody needs something, you know, you know I'll have to go find it for them. But uh, yeah, so I just, I support the local businesses, you know, give uh, guest certificates, you know, to some of the restaurants in the area and, st- you know, the, the liquor stores or whatever. Nobody brings back their liquor or wine. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I, uh, so yeah, so I haven't been, but Christmas isn't here yet. Maybe I can dabble in there because I do enjoy the the Christmas decorations. Mm, oh yeah. And Rosedale, I think it was last year, had a ginormous moose all in white lights. Really? And so I don't know if it's still there, but uh, but hopefully it is. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I know it. But uh, yeah, so I, I my I, and I couldn't put a Christmas tree up this year in the house. I put one up on the deck. And it's a fiber optic one. It looks so pretty. But because, you know, with all the wills, you know, after my husband, uh, probably I, some of you guys, if you would listen, watch or look at my Facebook page, know that my husband had a farming accident, a really bad farming accident on September 15th. And anyway, so we got a lot of walkers, wheelchairs, you know, exercise bike. My living room kind of, you know, looks like a, a handicap lounge. <laughs> and there is no place to put. The tree up. So what I did is I put tinsel around the ro- the windows because I got two eight foot picture windows mm. in my living room, and so then I put some tinsel, not tinsels, uh, garland. There we go, garland. And then I just found so, a short string of lights to go around each. So I'm I'm interested to see how it looks tonight when the because otherwise the rest you know I I didn't do what I normally did, but it looks very Christmassy and I'm happy. So hey, there you go. Yes, I'm I'm a happy camper. So anyway, are you done with your Christmas shopping? Yeah, I believe so. So oh, I'm good. just kind of waiting for. I shipped all my Christmas presents to my sister's house for oh. my parents primarily, so they oh. don't come to their house accidentally or anything like that. So yeah, so I'm kind of waiting for her to uh, get my presents and then uh, gonna wrap them at her place and then bring them over to my. How was, oh, okay, okay. So she's yeah. not out of town or what? No, she lives in Hastings. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. Okay, I see. I yeah. see. And you wrap your own presents. You know, I try. You I'm know, impressed. I'm not the best. But, no, I'm, uh, I'm not a good rapper. I got two girlfriends that are articulate. You know, the corners are just perfect, hmm. and how they decorate it with the ribbons and make bows and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, but I've been I've been trying to get better at it, and I just yeah, I don't know. No, I just put it in the bag and then tissue. Uh, on top or or something you yeah. know oh, so yeah. yeah yep 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 no i like i said so so hopefully everybody out there you're you're chris they're almost done here so you know technically i think you're done shopping at on christmas eve as you all sit down around the tree you are officially done shopping for christmas <laughs> yeah you know and then my, my one friend had a really good thing what she would do is that that week after christmas when sales used to be just huge after christmas yeah she just uh she'd shop that that week and then that following weekend, have a get together and everybody get their presents. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. That was she was a she was a very thrifty. 
So hopefully you guys have got uh, questions for me because I won't be back until live until January 9th. We uh, got two weekends in a row. Christmas is coming weekend and, and the following weekend is New Year's. So we have uh, the weekends off so we can be with family and friends. And uh, me, myself and I would rather just be here to talk to you guys. But that's just the way it is. And so I got I can't expect people to be here just because I want to be here. <laughs> I don't even know if they let me in the door. So, I think so. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There has to be a producer on the other side. But... <laughs> I would come in. Oh, yeah. but anyway, so yeah, it is what it is. So, so hopefully you got some questions for me today. And then um, I want us, uh, ears on if any of you guys have guys or gals, <laughs> folks have experienced, it doesn't have to be a Christmas miracle, but a miracle. I would like you to share the story because you uh, you have been around. I had a miracle that I actually got to experience. And so I'm going to share it again this year. It's about well, a kitten, about a kitten. And it wasn't at Christmas time, but it's a miracle that I honest to Pete, I, I never in a million years would have believed it would have came, you know, out the way it did. So I'm going to share that one, my kitten miracle. And those of you who have been longtime listeners that uh, you uh, probably remember it. And I'll just refresh you. So I want to talk that. But I, but if any of my listeners, if you have any miracles, it doesn't have to be a huge miracle miracle you know just something that whoa that really that was a miracle Cause kind of like it was a miracle for my husband to live through being going through a tet- hay tether he shouldn't have lived and he did and so uh, i'm grateful for that for goodness sakes i believe i always have believed in angels my guardian angels go when i wake up oh crap she's up <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, more so in my earlier days and my, uh, the, my elder days now. But anyway, so I, I'm a true believer in that. But I, I, I think a lot of us experience, you know, something that is, is, is kind of hard to explain. And so, like I said, like if you have any miracles you would like to share, uh, with us, and don't get too lengthy now because we got, you know, even though we have two hours, <laughs> technically it's not two hours of talking. I tried to figure that out one time. And I think it's only like an hour and I want to say 30, maybe an hour and a half. Oh, like actual showtime? Yeah, whereas you actually get to talk, you know, between the uh, the commercials and that. So anyway, so if you do want to share with us, that'd be great. And then I've got some other, you know, gift ideas for you. And then uh, uh, one thing that we're going to cover today, okay, you're going to have guests over for Christmas or you're going over to somebody's house for Christmas and you're bringing your pups. You got your dogs uh, and you got pets or whatever type thing. So we're going to cover both of them when people come over to your house and then if you're going over to somebody else's house and bringing your dog so that's another thing that i want to bring up today so that you could have a uh, everybody can have a happier and a more well-mannered uh, christmas all right so that's the main name of the game so hopefully like i say you'll uh you'll cut you'll share some uh stories with us and then remember it doesn't have to be a christmas thing it could just be a miracle you know uh, that you thought you felt it was a miracle Okay, and then um, when so when we come back, I'll share my kitten story, uh, where of uh, that uh, my miracle that I got to experience, and you know I've had a lot of little ones throughout my lifetime, but this one here was truly profound, and so I want to share that with you. And then, um, uh, like I said, if you got any questions, please call it in, and we'll take it from there. All right. So, uh, oh no, he just went out to. <laughs> Yes, when I, uh, the, my, you know, my grandkids live up in, in Alaska and we, I send them a pre-Christmas box Oh yeah, and it's got like, you know, a little bit of candy in it and a little bit of, you know, a toy for each, not a toy, but you know, just something fun to play with. And, um, I found, the uh, what do they call it? Uh, 
no, cotton candy that mm. was like in a cone thing and it looked like a Santa's, you know, to that Santa's head in the top, you know, on the cellophane. You know, it just was really cute. When they opened that in 0.2 seconds, two of them had it ripped open and had it half gone because <laughs> <laughs> we did a FaceTime on it. It was so fun. So anyway. Okay, so we're going to run the break. Then we're going to come back and I'm going to tell you my uh, Miracle Kitchen story. And then uh, take your calls. So 651-641-1071, whether you have a question for me or if you have a miracle you would like to show or talk to uh, tell share there you go okay which reindeer is left out of the night before christmas song rudolph dashers blitzen or donners donner i can talk okay we'll be right back yay Police Navidad. all right such a good song yes it is it really makes you just kick your heels that's what i like <laughs> okay which reindeer is left out of the night before christmas song rudolph dasher blitzen or donner uh, Blitzen. No. Ooh. It's Rudolph. Really? He's left out of the night before Christmas song. Huh. The night before Christmas was all through the house. But anyway, no. Anyway, yeah, so isn't that something? Poor Rudolph. He made Santa famous and then he gets left out of his song. <laughs> Still has a short end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, let's run to the phone lines. What do we got? All right, so we have Barb as our first caller, and she has a story she wants to say. All right. Hey, Barb, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, Katie. How are you doing? Good, good. You all set for the holidays? Oh, sort of, kind of. Kind of, sort of, yeah. yeah like I said, you're kind of like me. And when we're sitting around the tree or everybody's on Christmas Eve, then we know we're done, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, what do you got to share? Well, mine is a miracle. And um, not a Christmas one, but uh, I had six years... I was living with a fatal lung disease. Okay. And um, a year ago, February, I had a double lung transplant. Oh, my. Yeah, pretty extraordinary. Extraordinary is unbelievable. Wow. And how are you doing? Oh, I've had had a few hiccups. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I've also seen more sunsets and more sunrises than if I hadn't had it. Wow, I'm impressed. I've never known anybody with a double lung transplant. That is huge. Yeah, it's still pretty pretty rare and um, hey, an amazing and quite extraordinary. Wow, I'm impressed. And we have to thank the donors. Oh, you know, that, that's huge. You know. I'm, yep, I'm a donor. Always have been. Even, even before donors was in, you know, when I first got my license, and you know, and I'm 66, right. <laughs> is that uh, I put a donor on because if I can't use him anymore, hey, <laughs> go for it. Hopefully, I'll take. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I, I'm a huge donor person. So, boy, that is a true miracle that you got lungs and you're still your year out, coming up on a year out, right? Uh, actually, it was a year. So. Coming up on two years. Oh, it's coming up on two. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Every sunrise, yep. every sunset. I bet you cherish a heck of a lot more, don't you? Yeah, I live by the um, rule of gratitude. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. That's a good rule. Excellent rule. Because that's what we yep. do. Yep. Is it? You know, it's always. Not- Go ahead. Always something to be grateful for. Oh, there is. There really is. And, you know, even though when it seems like you're, you know, the muck's coming up to your kneecaps, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's always something. It's not up to your. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. But that's it. And too, too many people don't uh, have that gratitude or appreciation that we're still here. You know, I every morning when I go down to do chores, I thank God for another day that I got to wake up and do my chores again. And then every night when I go down to do chores, 
Uh, and this time of year, sometimes night sucks because it's so dark out. And I don't have the word for right. mine to, to have a flashlight. No, so I'm just kind of muddling through. <laughs> but anyway, and I thank God for another day that I can do uh, my chores in the evening because that's what we forget. We forget to thank. And it's, uh, we just, uh, you know, take it for granted. And so I'm yeah. so happy. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm, I'm glad. And like yeah. I said, I'm sure there was hiccups. But boy, were you lucky. You had somebody in the right was good enough to be a donor and look at you. So hopefully you make Absolutely. every day the best. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas, Barb. Take care. Yep. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Wow. Bye-bye. Double lung transplant. I've never known anybody. You know, you hear kidney and liver, you know, transplants and stuff yeah. like that, but wowzer. That is awesome. Pretty cool. Well, I just, uh, what I want to do is I want to share before you take these other calls, I want to share my miracle. Okay, uh, Cassandra, my daughter was probably, what was it? I think she was about seven or eight. I can never remember that. But anyway, we had a cat. Uh, her name is Shirley, and she was due to have babies. And it was in September. And uh, I told her to put uh, Shirley, you know, in the, the playhouse at night because in case she has them, we know where they are. I didn't want them to become feral kittens, okay? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so she put them in the, uh, in the playhouse, okay? So then you know, we go to bed, wake up. I had to do an appearance up in Isanti, the feed mail for a Nutrisource. And, and so I'm getting ready to go. And Cassandra uh, went down to the playhouse and she comes up and she says, Mom, 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 you know, Shirley had her kittens and they're all dead. Ooh. And I'm like, What? Well, it, uh, it it was mid uh, September and it really got it got down to freezing. It was like twenty eight that night, okay. So which is abnormal, you know, for the early you know mid September. Yeah. Because you usually don't get a first freeze until October. But anyway, and so I'm I'm supposed to be at an appearance. I'm supposed to leave, and but when you got a daughter crying and screaming, I mean, okay. So I go down there, go down to the playhouse, and uh, Shirley had her kittens. When I opened the playhouse door, this is no kidding, uh, one of the black ones, uh, was it was all, it literally slid across the floor, okay? It was frozen. And anyway, so then she was trying to clean herself up, and there was one cat that was not moving, and then two that were similarly frozen. But anyway, so I'm like, oh my goodness, okay, what am I going to do? And and we had just had a litter of pigs two nights before. So, and you know, the baby pigs has the mom for some warmth. So I told Cassandra, I says, go get a basket, put all the kittens and Shirley in a basket, go into my office. I went down uh, to and grabbed the, the heat lamp from the pig. <laughs> and then I came up and I put the the heat lamp on the door handle uh, in the office. And then we set, uh, got, put a towel in the basket. We put, uh, you know, Shirley in the basket with her kittens. And so I said, now I said, just take them up and, and, and we're going to, we put them in a towel. And I said, just rub real softly the, 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 you know, the, the, the body and the paws of, of each kitten, rub it a little bit, put it down under the lamp, pick up the next one. There was four kittens. And so rub the, you know, pick up the next one, rub it, you know, and in, my, in the back of my head, these things are, were gone, but I, you know, you just, had to go through a try. You had to try. And poor Shirley, she was shaking like a leaf. And she was so wet from having, you know, the four kittens. And so one, the last one was the most uh, alive, but barely, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. So we just kept sat, we kept sitting there going and rubbing the paws, rubbing the body, you know, each, you know, just, and then we put one down and pick up the next one and just real slow. And she's bawling and bawling. And I'm like, oh gosh, please, please make this happen. Make something happen here. You know, and anyway, I'll all of a sudden, I'm re- that black one that literally slid across the, the playhouse floor. Yep. I, I'm, and I thought for sure, you know, I was losing it. I, I thought I saw his paw bend. And I'm like, what? So I'm rubbing a little bit more, put him down, you know, under the heat lamp and pick up the next one. And then I, uh, that one there was pretty well 
solid. And anyway, so I rubbed that one and all of a sudden I was swore, you know, I didn't know if it was just, you know, my mind wishing that this would happen. Okay. So then the third one, that one there was starting to come around because it wasn't as bad as the first two. And then the third one, fourth one was doing better and better. Okay. And then I come back to the black one and I'm rubbing it and I'm rubbing it. And honest to God, the paw moved more. And I'm like, no way. And so I'm sitting there rubbing it, put it down. I'm not saying anything to Cassandra, like, look, look, look. I'm just trying to stay calm. <laughs> and so we're going through. And then each time I picked up, you know, picked up the next one, you know, the, the two that were the worst, it was like more the leg moved. And I'm like, there is no way. I mean, this, like I said, that black one, uh, it, <laughs> there's a funny for it. You know what we named him? No, I... Puck. You know, like hockey puck, because yeah. he was a black, and he, like I said, when I opened the playhouse door, but see what happened, she left the windows open in the playhouse, she forgot to close them, and that's why it was so cold when when Shirley had the, the pups. So anyway, so we just kept, you know, doing this and doing this and, and rubbing them and rubbing them, and honest to Pete, I kid you not, they it took probably an hour and a half of, you know, rubbing and just little dating, you know, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, all four of those cats kittens uh so i said okay keep them under the light we're gonna get i'm gonna get Shirley her you get a bigger box so we can put the light over the box so Shirley can be with her kittens and have the light you know over them and so anyway so you know i so i had to go to my appearance up in um isani and you know the whole time i'm just like there's no way these cats are gonna live even though we brought them back you know they're probably gonna have some lung issues or you know something something you know wrong with that and so then you know i when i got home and i didn't have a cell phone at that time and anyway so when i got home i did call from my sandy and I got a hold of Will and I said, so how's it? He says, well, Cassandra is in there and she's rubbing kittens. <laughs> and so anyway, so I, when I get home, I wouldn't have believed it. All four kittens were sucking on mom and it looked like nothing ever happened. And so, so then I said, well, we're not out of the woods yet. You know, they, we had two that were literally lifeless. I mean, frozen. So I said, uh, okay, let's, you know, give it two weeks. Don't get you know, jumping, you know, we saved them, but we're not sure what's down the line here in, in health-wise. You wouldn't believe it. Those kittens never never skipped a beat. They weren't sick. They didn't, no lung problems, no health problems, no nothing. It was just kind of, like it was the miracle kittens. That's amazing. Uh, amazing. I wouldn't, when I first saw that, the, the tip of the paw move, I'm like, there's no way. There is no, this cat was solid. It, you know, it was cold. I mean, it was an ice cube. I, I, I still to this day have never, I, I, the feeling just talking about now it makes me want to start crying again because I could not believe. And like I said, my God, that's a the true miracle, something that frozen and not to have any health problems, you know, after that. So, of course, you had to keep all the kittens because they were miracle kittens. Yeah. <laughs> so that added to the menagerie. And I think at that time now with uh, those kittens, I think at that time we probably had close to 22 cats <laughs> because people would drop them off they'd be pregnant most of them were females two weeks later we'd have a litter of kittens you know and then a kid, cat can have anywhere from two to six is the norm litter you know and lucky me i guess we fed them too good for two weeks no it's just where they usually have four to six but anyway so that's my miracle kitten story and uh like i said it's it's it's, it's just unbelievable there's miracles happen every day and if you're fortunate enough to see one or have one happen to you it's awesome so you guys uh we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk to you on if you got a story you want to share with us please do Okay, let's see. What do traditional Ukrainians put on their Christmas tree for good luck? Candles, bird nest, spider web, or goose feathers? We'll be back. It's kind of Christmassy, maybe. <laughs> no. Has the jingle to it. There you go. Okay. 
What do traditional Ukrainians put on the Christmas tree for good luck? Candles, a bird's nest, a spider web, or goose feathers? What do you think? Hmm. I'm going to go with goose feathers. Yep. It's spider web. Oh, really? Can you imagine that? For good luck, a spider's web. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay, ready for this. What do you call a greedy elf? <laughs> uh, greedy elf. Um, Elfish. Elfish. Oh. Elfish. Elfish. There, go. Dee, dee. there <laughs> we go. I still can't believe double lung barb boy. See, when our time's up, it's up. No matter how you live your life, you know, type thing, as far as what God's got plans for us. And uh, like I said, uh, my favorite shows are uh, Highway to Heaven and Touched by an Angel. I mm. love those two shows. And uh, in fact, I have the full <laughs> Full sets of them. Oh, really? So I can watch it anytime you want. I know people, you can do it on, you know, the Netflix or whatever, you know. The streaming no, stuff. No, because yeah. this one here, I can just watch it when I want to watch it and watch it at any TV that I want that has a DVD player. So anyway, but yeah, so I just, that's it. I said, you know, and people like when there's an accident, just like when my, my husband accident, everybody was where they were supposed to be when it was supposed to happen. And luck, you know what I mean? Whereas it wasn't his time. You know what I mean? So everybody got there to him in, in time. And so that he did. And then how the tether went over him, you know. So the thing is, is that, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. I, I just, and Christmas, is you kind of think more about miracles and such like that uh, at time. But miracles happen every day. And the thing is, is that, you know, just be, uh, something can be so small that you just don't even realize maybe it, it was a miracle. But anyway. Okay, who's up next? All right. We got Steve, and he has a dog question for you. So he- All right. Has a dog that is attacking him. Well, that's always fun. <laughs> the kid going after the parent. <laughs> okay, hey Steve, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Well, I don't have any miracles, but I hope you can form a miracle for me. All right, what kind of dog? Here's, here's the problem. Um, we adopted this dog. It's almost a year old, nine years old. It's part uh, miniature pincher and part poodle and a little bit of lasso apso in it. Now, if I walk upstairs into the bedroom and if my wife's in the bedroom, the dog will be will be on the bed and she'll growl at me. Mm-hmm. She's never really bitten me. Yep. That's part of the problem. Yep. The more serious problem is she sleeps on the bed with us, and during the middle of the night, if I have to get up mm-hmm. in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, yep. she'll jump right at me and sort of yell and growl and everything else like that. And this has been going on for months, <laughs> and I've tried everything, but nothing seems to work. What have you, you been know, trying? It's not that the dog dislikes me. She's more right. likable toward my wife, but I'm the guy that takes her for walks. I'm the guy that gives her treats. Yep. But she can turn on you in an instant. And yep. I'm just That's the, the biggest problem for me. How do I correct that? Okay. Uh, now, what have you, you said you tried other things. What have you tried? Well, in the middle of the night, there's not much I could try. What I tell my wife is put the dog in the crate. We have a crate at the yep. foot of the bed. When she behaves like that, put her in the, in, the, in, the, in the bed. But we haven't been consistent about doing that, about putting her in the crate. Right. I've also tried sometimes when I first started, I'd have a treat with me when I'd walk into the room, and then she'd take the treat and would calm her down. Okay. But, I mean, nothing seems to be consistently working. Okay, but you haven't been consistent about anything either. So, and so the thing is, is what, what's happening here? It's not a question that dogs like you, but she, it, she's deeming the bed as her territory. Okay. And then she'd be more partial to your wife. So right. she's deeming her that, you know, at night, okay, she is, it's her job to protect herself, her place that she sleeps, AKA your bed, you know? And so when you leave and come back and even sometimes when people, when guys roll over in bed, the dogs will go after her. 
Okay? And so the thing is, is what you need to do, yeah, it's all fun and games to sleep with this dog. But right now, that dog has to get, the ego has to be knocked down a peg. So what you should want to do is you want to put the dog in a kennel on your wife's side of the bed. And maybe put it on like a, a, a table. or How many pounds is the dog? About nine pounds. Nine pounds, okay. So get just a small kennel, put them up so you, your husband, your husband, your wife can roll over and see the dog is okay, all right? That she's kind of sleeping with her, but not really. But that's where would be my first step on that. Now, when you go for a walk, you said you take her for a walk. When you go for a walk, is she walking on a loose lead with you as no, a team? she's always pulling. <laughs> okay, yeah. And so what you have to do, you have to earn her respect and trust and so that she will listen to you, that when you say knock it off, you be nice, that she will back down and say, okay, okay, just thought I'd try. <laughs> and so what you need to do is get her to walk politely on the lawn, a leash with you when you go for a walk where you're walking as a team. you got to remember when the dog is out in front and scanning, then that the dog is a leader and you're the peon. And that what happens, two things, is number one, you get reactive dogs that see other people and other dogs and start going ballistic when they see them because they're out in front, they're considered the leader, and so they have to take care of the situation all by themselves, okay? And so then also, too, they feel that you don't have a backbone, so they got to take care of you, too, because you're letting them out, be out in front and be the leader. Instead of demanding, not demanding, but working with you with this dog and becoming a, a team together. So the dog will listen to what you have to say. So by, you know, putting the right training collar on. And getting your kind of poop in a group as far as that when she, when you go for a walk, she walks with you next to you on your left side, politely on a loose lead. And then at any time during your walk, you can say, sniffies. And now she can go sniff and pee and whatever type of thing. But then when you're ready to proceed forward on your walk, you call her back in and now you're walking as a team again. You've got to build the team because little dogs especially become like do this. And the reason is because they're asked to do nothing. All they are is that they take their humans for a walk and then they, they sit on the human's lap and they do whatever they please. Nobody asks much of them. So then they start getting this dynamic ego. They become barkers and so now they people wonder well, I got the Tasmanian devil well because you didn't have any rules you didn't have any uh, consequences for breaking the rules you didn't have any input to teach the dog things like when you ask sit the dog sits the first time not 10 times down the road where you say it 10 times and so that's the okay, whole thing to get, the, give it a shot. Yeah, to get the dog to look to you for direction and you know something as simple as uh, you can go on YouTube and put in dog tricks sit with just you and the dog to learn a trick, all right? And use tiny, tiny, tiny pieces of uh, of treats, just just a whisper, because we don't want to get the dog fat. Uh, there's a book, you know, uh, Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman or Brain Games for Dogs. But start teaching this dog so the dog starts looking to you for direction so that now you are more somebody to look to for direction instead of saying, hey, you know, being a Miss Grumpy Pants, you know, when you get up to go to bed, to go to the bathroom, when you come back, it's like, you st- you left, you stay away. <laughs> Instead of you saying, looking at him, hey, 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 my bed, I pay the electric bill, I pay the feed bill, I pay the mortgage, this is my bed. <laughs> so that when she acts like that, you can give her a growl and go, ah, wrong, be nice. Ah, ah, ah. Be nice. Never, ever reach out to her because she will probably lunge at you. Okay. Another thing that you can do is you can have her put her on a leash. 
Okay. And then uh, you try to practice this, you know, whereas let's say in the afternoon or anytime you both go to bed. Okay. And then you get up to go and then come back again. Now your wife isn't to talk to the dog or anything. She's just to lay there. All right. Now, as you come in, if the dog starts acting ballistic, that she gives Alicia a quick pop and go, Hey, wrong. Don't let your wife allow it also. Okay, so the dog realizes, hey, uh, I got to pay attention here. I got to look for some direction. But if you start giving the dog some direction and work as a team and build a team, then the dog's not going to be so grumpy to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Kate. Good luck. Merry Christmas. Bye bye. Yeah, because that's what a lot of dogs, and it's notorious for little dogs. This is this is the mo. This is so common; it's unbelievable. People just don't realize how often, and because they're little, if they get, if you, you don't, you know, if you had a Great Dane doing that, standing on the bed, going rum rum rum, you could bet your dollar donuts that dog is off that bed and in the kennel. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> You're way. not putting up with that. <laughs> but when you got those little. You know, but you're doing that like, yeah, this is my bed, my bed, my bed. You're just kind of like, ah, knock it off. But yet you're still worried that you might get nipped at. Okay. And so, but it's not so, you know, so that's why I would strongly suggest right away start working on it, setting it up, you know, where they lay down, the wife has the the leash, then just give it a pop. Hey, wrong. You know, like you're unacceptable. Most dogs are known to death. So hopefully he heard that to growl at the dog. Ah. You know, the lower and slower the tone, the deeper doo-doo the dog's in. <laughs> and so that's what you got to do is that you can then start teaching this dog something. So all of you guys that got little, what people, some people call ankle biters that, you know, rule the bed or ru- are barking at everything that's outside the window and won't shut up. Folks, all you need is training. You know, you can get a gift certificate for Katie's canine. <laughs> and I don't have any dates. It's a January date set up yet because I'm kind of reconfiguring things. Not reconfiguring. I'm, I'm starting some new classes. And so I have a, we're working on the website but anyway so i there will be classes up there but otherwise a phone consult you know you can do that that's only 45 bucks but anyway so yeah teach the little dogs something just don't little have them be warts when warts mean everybody carries their dogs around and never asks them to do anything so i call them warts you know my little ethel you never got to meet her she was a uh, Three and a half pounds. Mm. And so the thing is, is, if she would have been with anybody else, she would have been a sausage. And she would have been just carried around and never could have done anything. She could do the agility course. Grant you, it was kind of, you know, uh, what do you want to call it? Modified to her size. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, who's up? All right, so we have a Lois on the line. And she is a cat that has allergies. All right. Hey, Lois, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good, good. So you got a cat with allergies. How old is a cat? Yes. Well, you know what? This is what the, the deal was. Is this guy lives in New Prague, and he has outdoor cats, and he has like three adult cats, and now he has seven or eight babies. Okay. Two different litters. All right. But the thing is, I think I want to say this cat is either three months old or six months old. I I don't know. Okay. But it's bigger, but it's... uh. Uh, we got it yesterday, and it's been sneezing and sneezing and doing that inside cough thing. Okay. So. Okay. What is it? Not that's not allergies. It's got upper respiratory. How long have you had the cat? We just got it yesterday. Okay. Yeah, it's upper respiratory. It was a bit. Was it a totally outdoor cat? Yes. Yeah. So the the cat needs to see a vet. Uh, okay. Bec- uh, you can start if you can if you got any cat probiotics. You can mix it with some, like, maybe a little bit of raw egg or, you know, something like that. Try to get the cat to eat the probiotics. That will start helping it, uh, you know, right now because it's so, kind of hard to get into, uh, you know, to see the vets. 
So anyway, so you can get some uh, vitalplanet.com has really good pro- cat probiotics. Okay. What is it? Vital, V-I-T-A-L-planet.com. Okay. And yeah. so they got a good, great probiotic for cats. And then you're going to mix it in with maybe uh, like a little bit of tuna or a little bit of uh, uh, some, find a canned food that the cat likes. And then right. mix it in with that, okay? Because usually the fishy canned foods, because it smells so good, that the cats love it. That's why tuna works really good. Don't give them oh, the yeah. can of tuna. Just give her like like maybe a, a tablespoon, a, a little more than a tablespoon, and mix the probiotic in with that until you can find, until you can get uh, into a vet. But that's upper respiratory is what it is. When they when they got snot coming out of their nose or just sneezing, you know, bad, it's, it's, it has to do with the lungs, okay? And so you have to oh. do something for it to get like a, a an antibiotic. And if you do get on an antibiotic, make sure that you also, a couple hours later after you give the antibiotic, that you put it, that you also give a probiotic. All right, because the antibiotic the probiotic can- I'm getting today. Okay, yep, and the can- and the uh, the antibiotic kills all the good stuff as well as the bad stuff. So we got to replenish and put the good stuff in by putting another probiotic right. into it. Okay, then what I would do? Don't give this. Try to rotate this cat into a good grain-free canned food. You know, like yep. Nutrisource have got seven with no chicken that it work out really really well. All right, and so then uh, try to rotate them into that because it'll be easier on the system because the cat you know. It's just not feeling so well. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, that would be the first name of the game thing that you want to do. Okay, it's not allergies; it's upper respiratory. Okay. Oh bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the thing is, I mean, um, your lady that's in Wisconsin. Yep. Um, now she does um, where you can take the cat there to be fixed. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, uh, uh, Northwestern Wisconsin. That's Doctor Jill. Yep, Doctor Jill. Yeah, you okay. can. Yep, yep, Northwestern Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic dot com, and that's Doctor okay. Jill. Okay, that's in Amory, Wisconsin. Okay. So yeah, give her a call and see if you can get into her because the vets around here are really tough. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, keep so me posted. There isn't anything I can do in the meantime. Yep, the probiotic, and then g- the good probiotic. grain-free canned food, and then okay. yeah, and just kind of d- d- you know keep you. It's going to be an indoor cat, correct? Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's the just thing is watch it, keep it warm, and uh, you know, maybe have a heating pad where it sleeps. You know oh, that. Yeah. Okay. So give that a yeah. shot. Okay, but give Doctor Jill up and Amory a, a call. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Merry Christmas. Okay, sorry, we really went over time. I can't, okay, we'll, we'll be right back. All right. <laughs> That's not a Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a Christmas question that I would have asked prior if we weren't in such a hurry because I went past so bad. Okay, <laughs> the name is Scrooge's Dead Business Partner. You know, you've, you know, we are, I was t- telling one of my favorite all-time movies is uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Love that one. Light the la- rat, not the la- or light, light to the lamp, not the rat, light the lamp, not the rat. <laughs> but anyway, that, it all makes sense if you all seen that movie. But anyway, the name of Scrooge's dead business partner is a James Wilcott, John Mantis, Jacob Marley, or Jimmy Booth. Oh, geez. I'm trying to remember. Um... Gonna go with the last one, Jimmy Booth. Jimmy Booth, nope, it's Jacob Marley. Oh, that was my second guess. Yep, okay. Jacob Marley, Marley and Marley. Yep, 
There you go. So anyway, yeah, I love. So if you guys got a chance, sit down and watch it with the family. Uh, I'm up at Christmas Carol. Love it. And the kids love it. And it's just, yeah, I know I can, I'll put it on because I know it by heart. <laughs> I could be cleaning the house or doing other things and know right, you know, what you know, the scenes are running through my head, even though I'm not in the room because I, yeah, I just, I, I love that whole thing. They did a great job with it. So, okay. Who's up? All right. So we got Jan on the line and she has a question for you about Lyme's disease in dogs. All right. Hi, Jan. How you doing? Hi, good. Good. What so can I do I for you? A, I have a one-year-old golden retriever. Okay who reacted to the Lyme vaccination last year. Yep. So I didn't, did not follow through with the other uh, series of them. Thank you. And now he tested positive for Lyme. Okay, because he had a shot. So um, they wanted him to go on antibiotics for a month. Okay, wait a minute. Know your ba- take. Okay, back up. Is he showing any signs of Lyme? Does he, no, is he running a temperature? No, nope, he's totally asymptomatic. Okay. Okay, so the thing is, is that the thing with the Lyme uh, vaccination, once they get the test, a lot of them will test positive for Lyme, even though they're not showing anything. Okay? And so the thing okay. is, is that if, if he's not showing any symptom, now this is a, your own personal, what you want to do. Okay? If this is my dog, I'm not doing anything. I'm treating him with anything until I see signs. You know, he's running a temperature. He's lethargic. Uh, you know, lethargy, whatever they call it. <laughs> okay. Yep. You know, and then, like I say, how bright was the positive? Oh, I don't know. You know, because usually what it is is there, there's a hues to it. Real bright, you know, means that, whoa. But see, what it means is that they've also been, he's been exposed to it. All right. And by way of the shot. So, like I said, you need to look into it. And, and, and you, you have to make it what you're, because usually they, they treat it with doxycycline is what they tra- treat right, it with. Yep. 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 And so anyway, so it's up to yourself. But my guess is that, you know, he's been exposed by way of the shot. <laughs> and so and like I say, a lot of dogs are so positive after they've had the line shot. So it's it's up to yourself. You're the owner. You have to live with him. You know, it's something you have to be comfortable with. So if you want to treat him with tetracycline or doxycycline, I mean. You know, that's fine. But then make sure that you are also doing some uh, digestive enzymes, some probiotics, uh, a better diet, you know, to boost his system so that he can handle everything better. Okay. Does that and make sense? What's your, they want us to go on the preventative now once a month, but I... Oh, wait a minute. That's heartworm. Heartworm is a preventative once a month. You're talking about Lyme or you're talking about heartworm? Lyme. Okay. There is no once a month for Lyme. That's heartworm. Yeah, a heartworm is a once a month deal. Okay, that's and it's not a preventative. You know, with the heartworm pills, it's not a preventative. It puts the stuff in the dog's system, and and uh, and when you give heartworm meds, okay, those tablets or whatever, if you give it April first, is for any um, um, mosquitoes in March. Uh, May first for April, June first for May, July first for June. It works backwards. All right, and Minnesota, we don't see our first mosquito until usually Memorial Weekend. Okay, but anyway, so yeah, so this. There is no once a month for for Lyme. It's either the shot, okay, and like I said, it's, it's uh, only 40%, 60% foolproof. There's still a 40% chance of them getting it. And so that's what you got to do is, you know, go, I don't believe the internet, you know, I mean, I don't you know, live my life by way of the internet. But what you could do is you could go to a dogsnaturallymagazine.com and type in Lyme and read some articles. You can go to Healthy Pets. 
com. Dr. Karen Becker, she's a holistic, main holistic vet in the United States. Uh, but anyway, she's got some articles. So what you need to do is empower yourself before you start doing anything to see what you want to do. Okay. And so, okay. like, because the three the three word vets hate is Katie Canine says. Okay, and uh, it's not what I say. What I'm trying to do is empower people to look beyond, and then try to you know gather information, and then make a you know d- you know make uh, educated decisions. So, and if a vet gets okay. too pushy, you just say, you know what, I'll take that into consideration, but I want to check things out, and I'll get back to you. Okay, so okay. that's the thing, though. So, it'll, like I said, some dogs will test positive after, especially if you had a reaction to it. But anyway, and so that's what you got to do is just got to look into it. And then if he's not showing any signs, because there's four stages to it. And so if he's not showing any signs, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be hitting the panic button. But so anyway, okay. just educate yourself, figure it out what you wanted, what course you want to do. And then if you do decide to treat, but then make sure that you also have a healthier side too with the probiotics, the digestive enzymes, you know, and, and good food and such like that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You betcha. Take care. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, when we come back after at the top of the hour, we're going to be, I'm going to be talking about you're having guests over to the house for Christmas or during Christmas and then, or during New Year's. Cause remember, I'm not going to be on until, uh, live until January 9th again. Uh, you can still email me, um, uh, you know, to uh, my website, go to mytalk1071.com, go to Katie Canine show page and catch all my past shows. All right. And then you can click onto my website and then you can email me. Sometimes the web, the emails from my talk don't come through. I don't know why they just don't. So if you don't hear from me and you did, that's why email me directly. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about, okay, you got to have control of the pets as guests come over. And uh, we're going to be talking that when we come back. All right. We're going to talk about PEDS. You know what a PEDS is? P-E-Z? Candies? Oh, yeah. It is 1927. And we're going to be talking about PEDS because it's, I sent them to my grandsons. We'll be back.